It's nine o'clock already. We're gonna miss our flight. Just a second. Bye, Roddy. I'll miss you. All clear, chaps. <sighs> the place to myself. Oh. While the cat's away, Roddy St. James will play. It's a wonderful night. Gotta take it from me. Any plans for this evening, sir? Everything I need is right here. What more could a chap want? There's something out there. An intruder. Wow. I don't remember eating that. Oh, oh, hello! Don't come any closer. Sydney said to my mates. And you are? Appalled. Cheers, Paul. <laughs> oh, I love making new friends. Come here, you little ball of fluff. Let's make our new guest feel welcome, shall we? <laughs> Go and uh, heat up the jacuzzi. A jacuzzi? That looks so inviting. Now, you hop in and I'll press this lever to get the bubbles going. Be seeing you, my friend. Oh! You think I don't know the toilet when I see one? This holiday season... Have you seen my dad? The creators of Shrek and Madagascar invite you... Oh, what is this place? Enter a whole new world oh! right under your feet. Oh. Oh. Ah! Ah! Flushed away. Flush away, come flush away, get flushed away with me. Hey! Woo 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 woo! Bah, bah, bah. What's up, party people? Dream Jerks makes the dream work. Welcome to Dream Jerks Podcast. Woo! Woo! Well, welcome, welcome, John, my co-host John, welcome. Wow, wow, that's a lot of energy, woo, Kenneth. Woo, woo, woo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, John. This is the most energy I've ever heard you this is Ke open with. I'm Kenneth, and this is John. Woo! Whoa. Dream Jerks! No, whoa, whoa. Dream Jerks, yeah! I, oh, why, why are we partying? <laughs> I don't know. Is this an anniversary? No. I didn't know it was our anniversary. It's been one week since you looked at me. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know Did what's you, happening. How much caffeine have you consumed today? barely any at all i had a cup of coffee in the morning for re reference listener it is 8 15 p.m as we record this and i had one at like uh, 6 50 this morning i had a cup oh, of coffee. okay 
That's all that I've, uh, other than that, I've only had water today. It's sitting there. Yeah, it just finally made it to my bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got you hyped up. That was a that was a killer intro, man. To to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, it's because our technical difficulties getting this show started were so long and frustrating that once we got started, I felt like partying. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, and and in case you're wondering, we've been waiting forty five minutes <laughs> to, <laughs> to make sure everything works. There's, I think maybe a couple of times whenever we first started doing this uh, podcast there were a couple of times where it was like, all right, we got everyone in hit record. Let's go. And we do the show ever <laughs> since then. It's just been all downhill. Yeah. It almost never works the way it's supposed to. It, it's like the incredible Hulk coaster. It's like the very beginning. It never oh works. yeah. I think this time it's going to work. Yeah. But then it doesn't. And you become the Hulk. And then you become the Hulk. <laughs> and then you, it doesn't like, when you get to the end of that ride, they don't say that you turn back into a normal human being. Mm-mm. It's just... Well, and you know what else? I don't even think in the original version of the ride that... I don't think we did turn into the Hulk because we... I never understood what our involvement in Banner's experiment was because he is trying to make a machine that will make him not be the Hulk anymore. And then, like, we are getting on a roller coaster train. And I don't understand what that has to do with his experiment. <laughs> well, I think he's supposed to be riding the ride with us. And we're all getting the gamma oh, is he? Yeah. He should be in a basket on the front, like on E.T. Oh. To make it a full, uh, you know, make sense. And so when he launches, and so when the coaster, like, launches, it the human part should flip and become the Hulk. Yeah, a little Hulk head coming out of the and, basket. And the Hulk head, and then you should see his arms, and his arms are pumping like he's running really fast. <laughs> so you just see these huge green arms and hands just going up and down and up and down, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hey, let's welcome our guest. We finally have a guest again. Mm-hmm. The curse, the curse of the returning guests almost took us down this time, but no. We prevailed. Our guest returning, you haven't heard him since our episode about Shrek, the original Shrek. It's Kyle! Hey, um, sorry about this. I got to cancel. Oh, no. Uh, well, we're used to it. Now that your internet's yeah. working, you can finally tell us that it uh that you're not going to yeah. be able to make it. And then I said that I was uh, listening to the Incredible Hulk coaster with E.T. and or with Hulk in the front. Um, But yeah, I got to go. Okay. Well, have a good night. Thank you. See you later. (laughs) Bye. Uh, Hey, Kyle. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm pretty good. Good. Oh, you're staying? Yeah. What's that? No, I'm staying. Yeah, I I might as well. You are going to stay? All right. I mean, you came all this way. I did, yeah. I came all this way. (laughs) Um. Well, hey, we have a lot of movie to talk about today, but before we can do that, I have some follow-up information uh, about things that we talked about last time on our Over the Hedge episode. So I'm just going to go right into it. First of all, a smaller update, Um, and this is, I think, this was a follow-up from from faithful listener Eloise in Australia. Oh. 
she had because our not sponsorship from um what's it called red rooster uh, red red rooster <laughs> um you almost said red robin didn't you i did yeah so <laughs> red rooster has changed their slogan it's no longer winner winner now it is the rooster is calling when did they change it i don't know like did they hear us using it and all of a sudden they're like we got to change this I didn't ask any follow-up questions. All I said was, I like the old slogan better. I like winner, winner better. Oh, uh, okay. The rooster is calling. <laughs> yeah, winner, winner is better. Yeah. That sounds like... Um, that sounds like deep undercover CIA agents. They like meet meet together in an alley in trench coats and the hat and, and the sunglasses. And one of them says, the rooster is calling. Yeah, he has the football. Black, Black Lotus is in the window. Agent 42, good to see you. Yeah. Likewise, 33. Do you got the stuff? Yes, yeah. I do. A briefcase full of peas. There it is. Anyways, dos vidania. I mean, goodbye. I'm not a double agent. No. And I am a human man, not a chicken. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, well, we're sick I picture the rooster here. looking like uh, the DuckTales villain Steelbeak, I believe his name oh, is. I, I gotta go look oh, him up. Oh, I'm look. Yeah, Steelbeak. Yes, Steelbeak. He, he looks like a, a James Bond character, but he's a uh, in a, in a yeah. Oh yeah, in the remake, he was played by um, the guy from. He was uh, a good place. Feinstein in uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, oh, he's in. Uh, he's the guy in Brooklyn Nine Nine too. He's one of the guys. He always. Oh. Oh. There it is. Oh man, I almost missed it. You almost did. Um, he he's also in How Did This Get Made. It's uh it's uh Jason Manzukis. Yes. Uh, I yeah. I he, love Jason Manzukis. He plays yeah, uh, Steelbeak uh, in the uh new version of DuckTales. I now have to watch Oh, it's so good. DuckTales. It's it it is Woo. really good. I will watch but, anything Jason Manzukis is in. There you go. He's now a villain? Yes. Yeah. Part of the what was their name? Cowl. Yes. Uh, foul. <laughs> their, their foul. Oh, foul. Yes. Right. good. <laughs> F O W L. Oh, but he doesn't come in until season three. It looks like he appears for the first no, time in, in the season two, episode twenty-four, in a non-speaking cameo, and then mm-hmm. in season three, it looks like he's in four episodes. Yes, he's not in it a lot, but he's. Or in no, it. he's only in three episodes. He's only mentioned in in season three, episode thirteen. Yeah. Wow. What an impact he's made. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a really great series. I think you would like it, Kenneth. Like, uh, oh, I, yeah. So I know good. I would. I know I would. There's just too many shows. Too many shows I, out I there. I binged it in like three months. See, that's what and I'm... I binged it in a couple of years. Like, I started episode one when it premiered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I finished when it ended recently. Yeah. That's a slow binge. So it took a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, it was a slow binge, slow binge. I'm binging Brooklyn Nine-Nine now 
trying to, I think I talked about this last time, but trying to catch up before the, uh, before the last season starts airing. That's right. The leader of Powell is, um, the, uh, the main character's boyfriend or husband. Oh, um, Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, He's the leader I of Powell. I love Mark Evan Jackson too. Um, anyway. Okay. I have such good information that I need to share. I've been waiting since uh, two days ago when I learned this and I'm so excited to talk about this. Okay. So last time we were watching over the hedge, um, which is a movie about a a box turtle and he becomes friends with a raccoon. Well, I, John and I have a friend. uh, uh, Her name is Elena. I know she sometimes listens. So Elena, hello, shout out. Um, Elena has a pet tortoise. Uh, his name is Nathan. You can follow his Instagram. I'll I'll go find the the account while I'm talking here. But uh, so she shared with me two pieces of information that I think are very important. Number one, apparently raccoons are notorious for capturing and eating turtles and tortoises. What? Yeah, like turtles are are insanely vulnerable to raccoons and raccoons love to like steal and eat turtles just like the movie yeah that is not something (laughs) that was that was uh mentioned i thought they just eat trash i think it was the post credit scene (laughs) oh you know what i didn't stick around for that that's why there's no over the hedge too yeah that's why no other reason (laughs) that's what would have happened (laughs) um nathan's uh nathan's instagram account is nathan the tort all one word no punctuation t-o-r-t nathan the tort so if you'd like to follow a tortoise on instagram uh i will plug (laughs) nathan's account right here (laughs) the the other piece of information i think is fascinating i like just about fell out of my chair so remember i asked or i said i have a feeling that turtles don't hibernate yes wrong false they oh turtles and tortoises do hibernate and uh because they are cold-blooded they can't really survive in the cold so they have to hibernate themselves and kind of skip over that part of the year um and so like or go ahead what okay yes (laughs) yes turtles do hibernate um if they live somewhere that it gets cold like that and so uh good friend elena who owns a tortoise said she does not hibernate her tortoise but there are people who are tortoise or turtle owners who do hibernate their pets um because it's it's kind of like good for their natural cycles you know of like they're just their body their biology you know um so if you own a tortoise or a turtle you do have the option to hibernate them and she says that sometimes people will put their turtles and tortoises in a box in the refrigerator (laughs) i knew i knew where this was going i had a feeling as soon as you said people hibernate their tortoises yeah. And the gears started turning. 
of how would you do that? Yeah. How'd you get there? I want to know because I, I did not see this coming. I was like, what would you even do? What does that mean? How do you hibernate a turtle? Well, initially I was thinking, okay, animals who typically hibernate, hibernate when it gets cold. Yeah. So if you don't live in a place that normally gets cold, how do you hide? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I came to it. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, I think it's it, uh, I mean, singing a lullaby, too, before it goes to sleep. Yeah, you have to. Okay. Yeah. Any? How does, uh, how, how does that sound? Kyle. Oh man. Um well I don't have a turtle, so Oh that makes sense. I have a, I have two fish and I have I sing to them Ooh. um so they can hibernate for the night. How oh, okay. would you, how would well put yourself in the frame of mind of like, all right, I own a tortoise. It's time for it to go to sleep and skip skip Christmas time. What a what a shame. Um that these tortoises don't get to have Christmas. Especially if you hibernate. But is that what that hibernate. song Do They Know It's Christmas is about? It's about hibernating I, tortoises. I so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, Kenneth, it is it is not about the, the starving children across the world. It, it's about uh it's about hibernating turtles. I always kind of had a problem with that song because the thought that like they would even care about the fact that it's Christmas is kind of like That is pretty selfish. Yeah. They they got all these top 40 like acts and everybody they got all the popular people and they were like all right popular people famous people we're gonna write a song and it's gonna save everyone and people who are like struggling to survive are like not even they don't even care because it doesn't it, it doesn't really matter to them yeah and and they go, hey, you know, we made this song for you, and and the other people go, I'm starving, and they go, here you go, here's music, yeah, <laughs> we we did it, we saved you. <laughs> it seems pretty selfish. Yeah, to be like, oh, these poor kids, do they even know if it's they don't even know it's Christmas? It's like they don't, they just want to eat. Yeah, they 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 just want like to be able to live. They don't care about presents right now. I mean, I'm sure they would appreciate it, but like they don't care about Christmas. I wouldn't I would not care about Christmas if I uh, was in dire straits that way. If I was in a really bad situation, Christmas would mean nothing to me and I wouldn't care. I might know I I wouldn't care. (laughs) I mean, it almost means nothing to me now that I've worked in like some sort of retail or, uh, (laughs) you know, food service or any kind of job that I've had where I don't get the holidays off. Oh yeah. I practically don't care about Christmas anymore. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a busier day at work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Also let's think, let's talk about the fact that if you go to a friend's house, it's possible, you know, they might be (laughs) like, Oh yeah. In the fridge, just grab something out of the fridge and don't eat my turtle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just grab something out of the fridge you they they come out of the the kitchen and they sit down in the living room ah, they they pop open the box and it goes <laughs> like, like it's been sealed yeah and like it's a soda can of or bread something and they put one on each side <laughs> whoa 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 what are you doing you said i you could said, get something out of the fridge yeah you, yeah you said i could get something out of the fridge i saw this turtle and i was like oh man it's been a long time since i've had a turtle sandwich I remember eating these as a kid, 
wouldn't it be great if I had another turtle sandwich yeah. again? I want to eat this turtle. You can't eat. That's my turtle. You want What's it doing in the fridge? You said I could have anything I want. <laughs> well, that's shellfish for you not to share it. <laughs> oh, Kyle's was, here. Kyle's here. Uh, hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, I had something and I don't. I lost it now. <laughs> that's okay. We it's a little we slow going down. So yeah. Oof. Okay. <laughs> um. <sighs> turtles. Yeah, I I like turtles. Do you think Jonathan the zombie knows about hibernating turtles? <laughs> <laughs> if he's if he, he likes like them, them enough, he probably would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough of this. I just I was so fascinated. <laughs> yeah. That is that no, I mean, it is very fascinating, and uh, you know, if if cats were able to do that, that would make a lot of people's lives easier. Oh boy, and children. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and children. Yes, I'm gonna hibernate my kids. Yeah, just stick them in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am done with them this year. Yeah. No, I'll see you next year, kids. How bizarre. Yes, very. Oh, my God. Hey, you know, turtles live in the water. And you know where there else is water? In flushed away. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to bring it around. Because <laughs> um, there are no turtles in flushed away. There aren't. Well, we don't see them. Yeah, that's true. They're in there. Because they're hibernating. Sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, is it Christmas time in this movie? It's during the soccer finals, the World Cup finals. When is the World Cup? I think in the summer. Seems like a summer thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we are talking about Flushed Away, a film from DreamWorks Animation and Aardman Studios. Uh, It was released November 3rd, 2006 in the United States and December, or, and 1st December 2006 in the United Kingdom. Uh, It was directed by David Bowers and Sam Fell with a screenplay by Dick Clement, Ian... Lafrenet, uh, Chris Lloyd, probably probably not Christopher Lloyd. It's Chris Lloyd. Uh, yeah. Joe Keenan and Will Davies, based on a story by Sam Fell, Peter Lord, Dick Clement, and Ian Lafrenet. I wonder if that's how you say that name. Uh, starring Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Jean Reno, Bill Nye. Andy Serkis, uh, Shane Ritchie, and Sir Ian McKellen. Made on a budget of $149 million with a box office of only $178 million. So it probably lost money in the long run. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it did not do too well, which is kind of a surprise because it is not a bad movie. It's not. I hated it. That's a lie. I hate how much I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You want I was like, why is my shell? friend lying to me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to know another bombshell? Yeah. Are you guys sitting down? I am. Okay. Are you sitting down? Are you asking me or? Yeah, yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting down. Okay. okay. I liked Shark Tale. 
That's okay. I am no longer sitting down. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I was okay. So I was way behind on the podcast and I sat down on Monday and watched from Sinbad on and then listened along the way to catch up for today. Wait, what? On Monday you watched? Yeah. I've watched from Sinbad like, up to current movies in the last four days. Jeez. Um, and yeah. So I'm like, I get to Shark Tale and it was a movie I loved growing up. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear my friends talk about this movie and how much they love it. <laughs> and same with uh, Over the Hedge, too, a little bit. But yeah. I, I'm I like sorry, Shark Kyle. Tale. It's okay. Everybody has their opinions and they're entitled <sighs> to them. But uh, now that I... I guess I was a stupid kid growing up because like those jokes... I like big butts. Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, hey, boss, big butts. Like... Well, I liked that. I liked that better than the actual use of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like when he said that, I was like, all right, they almost saved it. Like, (laughs) but yeah, it still shouldn't be there. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, I guess not. Um, well, but this one's better. I did like this one a lot more. And over the hedge isn't bad. Like I keep, I keep wanting to say it's bad and I don't think it is bad. I just don't, I don't think it's really anything that good either. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. sequel worthy. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, and it's totally unrealistic because Bruce Willis would have eaten Gary Shandling. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, we got to get into this. So, John. Yes. I think the rooster is calling. <laughs> oh, no, I hear its sultry voice. <laughs> This movie has a good plug too. Like they could have branded the uh, the peas, the golf peas. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw the peas, I went. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And Hugh Jackman is Australian. (gasps) So he was like, "We got to put some peas in this movie for my favorite restaurant." We got to put some peas in this movie. (laughs) All right. Make sure there's a Wolverine (laughs) quote in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Now, hang uh, on. Let me put my American accent on. I oh, meant a British accent. I mean, my British accent on. First go to American. And then British. And then a fancy British rat. Yeah. Uh, John, will you please share with us your plop synapses presented by Red Rooster, not an official sponsor? Yet. <laughs> Yet. I we've, sat we've down. We've talked about Red right. Rooster as much as we've talked about DreamWorks on this It's true. <laughs> they better sponsor the rest by the end of this, uh, by the time we catch up to the films. Yeah. Um, I sat down and I watched Flesh Away, and boy, oh boy, what a movie. I didn't look up any plop synapses of the film. I just uh, watched it, and I took notes what I saw. And now I would like to present to you the story of Flushed Away and hopefully a less than a minute and 30 seconds. Wait, I got to get the timer out. What am I doing? I'm just sitting here and listening to the show. I know, right? (laughs) I was was stalling for time. (laughs) I was like, this is a good show. This is my favorite part. I can't wait. And then, oh, yeah, I have to do something. (laughs) This is a two person job now. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. You ready? Oh, I'm, wait. I'm, I'm not ready. ready. Uh, you're not ready. I'm, I'm not, not ready. I'm ready. All 
Oh no. Oh, that's why he's not ready. Okay. Now I'm ready. For those wondering, um, if this is your first episode with us, uh, uh, anytime that a train goes by Kenneth's bedroom window, he, he just has to remind us that it's going by. Uh, we, we, we hitch a ride on the crazy train with him. Yeah, there's a crazy train going by the window. The other day, they were blaring their 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 whistles, which they are not supposed to do. And there's signs along the tracks right here that say, do not use the whistle. Yeah, they're trained not to do that. Come on, guys. They've been trained oh not to. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's um, why I like Shark Tale. Because it's all... I think there. Well, there's a lot of really good puns in Flushed Away, too. Oh, yes. I Fantastic. Great oh, ones. Yeah. Um, Kyle, I'm going to keep track on how okay. many times the you pun meter Yeah. Um, track? Train? Ah, uh, keep track. That was yours, though, John. It was mine. Toot your own horn. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Hey, the Jungle Cruise movie was good. Speaking of I didn't puns, see it yeah. Well, hold on. I didn't see that yet. I'm not going to talk more about it. I'm just saying I liked it. Okay. Okay. I'm excited uh, though. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um. Okay, I'm ready for the plop synapses. <laughs> okay, me too. I'm. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, well, then, lights, camera, action! A fancy rat spends a weekend alone while his human family is away on holiday. One night, a sewer rat invades his home and flushes him down a toilet away from his home. He gets flushed away, and that's the name of the film. Screaming Slug. Fancy Rat finds his way to an underground rat London under London. Fancy Rat finds him finds help by being directed to a boat captain that can get him back to the surface. Captain Rat is found by gangster rats who are looking for a jewel that Captain Rat stole. Fancy Rat, Roddy, sells out Captain Rat, Rita, and both are taken to Evil Toad. Evil Toad shows off his collection of surface goods, including the jewel, and Roddy clumsily breaks Evil Toad's collection. Evil Toad has Roddy and Rita frozen, but they escape, and Rita takes the jewel. Roddy is chased by the gangster rats and escapes them by jumping onto Rita's boat. Roddy reveals that the jewel is fake. Rita heads home to her family and gets maps from her father. Roddy steals the boat after overhearing a conversation. Rita catches up and confronts Roddy and they both are chased by gangster rats. Evil Toad wants the cable, not the jewel, in order to flush away the rat town during the World Cup finals. Rita and Roddy grow closer. French frogs are hired to find the rats and take the cable back. French frogs get tongue-tied. The boat sinks and the rats make it to the surface and back to Roddy's home. Roddy realizes Evil Toad's plan while watching the World Cup and gets flushed again to confront Toad. Toad and Frog get tongue-tied and Roddy saves Rita. Happy ending the end. One minute and 19 seconds. Hey! John is a winner winner. Wow. Presented by Red Rooster, not a sponsor. Give me my peas, please. Two weeks worth of peas will arrive at your door tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm going to eat them like them, a duck. Or you Just can put the peas in golf. a cup of water. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ducks eat peas in a cup of water? Yeah. Have you not I've... seen... Have you not seen videos of ducks eating peas? No. Yeah, people put the peas in a bowl of water, and then they set the bowl down, but they have to put like paper towels down because when the ducks eat the peas out of the water, they make a mess. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> You're acting like this is unbelievable. I, I, not can, a... I can send you the video if you like. I would love to see this video of a, of a duck eating peas out of a cup of water. Not right now, per se, but Give I will. Me... Oh. <laughs> Ducks eating <laughs> peas. <laughs> there is a super fast compilation, four minutes, 36 seconds. Is it sent in the chat here? Or what's this? Oh, look at him eating those peas. <laughs> I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. Well, all right. I'm going to watch this. Ducks. Yeah. Super fast. They they eat those peas quick, too. Oh, they're running. Here they come. <laughs> this is probably going to get cut out. <laughs> wow. Wow. They're eating so fast. Yeah, they they eat those peas quick. Well, anyway, um, they love peas. <laughs> They'd probably love eating at Red Rooster. They would love well not eating duck or chicken though. No. Um. All right. Well, hey, flushed away. Let's get into it. Let's talk about this movie. I love it. Yeah, yeah Kyle, you, 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 when when we were starting the show, Kyle said, "I want to talk about Shrek and Flushed Away." Um, so Kyle, why? What? What's? What is it about Flushed Away? What? What? What happened here? Um, I don't know. I just I remember it being great. I've watched it a lot. Um, I remember seeing it in theaters, and this is weird, but one of my favorite aspects of the movie is all the tiny like the obviously like real sized things but they're used as other things in the movie like the, one of the chairs is like pellegrino bottle caps oh yeah like i just love looking at all those little details and things um and it's just so funny uh yeah yeah i That's do like one. i do like that they Everything is the right size of what it should be, you know, relative to rats. And even like they use cell phones, but they're not like small rat versions of cell phones. They just use normal human cell phones that are way too big for them. Yeah. Like the flip phone with the the frog uh, and the mime. Yeah. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) He, He puts the toad boss's face in front of the mime's face during a conversation. It's like a FaceTime. You couldn't do that on a flip phone. I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah, no. No, not back then. I mean, flip phones back then had cameras, but they did. I don't think they did video. Not like yeah. That. I think you they couldn't... only did this for plot. Yeah, you wouldn't have been able to do like a, a FaceTime call on a flip phone like that. Unless they predicted, predicted that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know what do you what got? My... You know what my favorite like item that they used as something else was? What? On the Jamie Dodger, there's a red button. The the button, yeah. And when she presses this red button, it makes the boat go really fast. But it's not a button that like a buzzer button. It's like a shirt button that she presses. Oh she really? Presses the bu- yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, don't press this button. And she flips up the thing and it's a red like shirt button and she presses the button. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I have a feeling I didn't even notice that. I'm going to go look for it in the th- in the movie. That was during the um, chase scene when they're on the uh, cake mixers that they're using like um, like jet skis, like yeah. jet skis. Yeah, <laughs> which was fantastic. This movie has a lot of creative use of of things as other yes. things. I love the um, the pirate guy and his hook is a hanger. Mm. And then his leg, his peg leg was a pencil. Yes, it was. Also, also on the Jimmy Dodger, the dice in the window are real, are like actual dice. Oh, Oh, fuzzy dice? Nice. They're not fuzzy, but they're like red dice. Yeah. I love that. All these little things, like, I feel like I wasn't even really paying attention to, like, those kinds of details. I was more just focused on, like, what what was the movie? Like, how were they telling the story kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There was a doomsday rat in the city of london that was like the end is nigh the flood is coming oh yeah he was wearing the two pieces of bread that's called a sandwich board oh my gosh you're right as soon as i saw that i'm like it's a sandwich board damn bread this is so good (laughs) so good so clever i'm looking at it right now at this uh at this chase scene with the uh with the jet ski things yeah so i'll say this about this movie i like it a lot it's definitely my least favorite of the uh ardman movies though Actually, i think i think, I think chicken, it's my favorite I, it's your favorite i think so yeah like I like Chicken Run better. I like Wallace and Gromit better. Something about... I think this movie gets started too quickly. Yo, within the first, like, less than six or seven minutes of the film, this rat gets flushed away. Yeah. That's like, the name of the movie. Super quick. <laughs> they don't Chicken Run until, like, the end of the Chicken Run. Yeah, that's, true. That's true. They don't Wallace and, well, Wallace and Gromit. They don't yeah. curse for the whale rabbit until, like... Two thirds into the film, yeah, <laughs> this rat gets flushed away instantly, and they say "flushed away" like three times. They do at the end of the movie. They say, the "You're going to get flushed away." Oh, I don't yep. want to get flushed away. Like they say it as yeah. soon as the first time they said, it, "I'm like, oh, we got one." I mean, they did say Madagascar <laughs> a lot too, did and then they did say Shrek and a lot. Shrek. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They do say Shrek. Yeah. Um. Okay, she's about to hit the red button. Oh my gosh! Yeah. See? I love that. Yeah. It's great. I think that was my favorite one. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, like to me, it, it starts so fast that like I don't even really know. We don't get to know Roddy until like well into his adventure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just starts. It just starts like here's a, ma- a rat, he lives in a house and he likes Fancy his house. And he and he like hangs out with dolls because he's alone. Because he's what alone. What else would we need then? What's that? What else would we need to yeah. have get going? Like we see him alone. He can't, and... Like he can't really like interact with anyone for you to be revealed anything else about his character. Yeah. All we yeah. know is that he's a fancy rat 
and he lives alone. He doesn't have family or friends. And all of a sudden, here comes a sewer rat out of the sewer. Doesn't like him. Doesn't gonna get. Doesn't think he's gonna get along with him. He's like, I'm gonna get rid of this rat, and ends up getting flushed away. Yeah, yeah. jacuzzi. I would m- maybe have like a a bird or a cat or something at the window that he like knows but isn't friends with, and the cat's like, "Ah, hey, you're all alone." Like, you know, kind of. Well, he's dancing by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he seems so content. Like I never got the sense that he didn't like that, you know, or that he wanted more. But when he when he drops her off and then he like goes back, isn't he kind of sad? Yeah, because he says good night. He doesn't say anything. And he just stops the car and good night out. That's and right. They, and they reference to that later. Yeah, I did catch that, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I was thinking too much or like looking too much into it, but. To me, I was just like, we don't even know any of these characters, and we have already gone through like three different plot points and like taken the story in so many different directions already. And like now they're going to start to get to know each other after all of this stuff has already happened to them, you know? I, I will agree with you on some point, Kenneth. This movie is quick, it's very mm-hmm. fast. Or, well, it gets you, it gets you into the action fast. And then once you're in there, it, there are some moments where it, it, it takes some time to, like, you know, have nice moments. Right. But, it like, it's so fast in terms of this is where we're going. Here we go. We're jumping you into a new world. Now we're trying to get out. Yeah. And that's the rest <sighs> of the movie. Yeah. And, like, it's the so humor. so fast. The humor is, like, pretty smart. It's not like Shark Tale. Or, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, another comparison to Shark Tale that I have is is like just the little like rat London that they have in the sewer. It makes so much makes sense. sense. Yeah. See, I never thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, underwater New York. Sure. Whatever. And like, I'm a dumb little kid but now <laughs> after listening to everything. I'm like, OK, yeah, I guess I'm just a dumb adult now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, but no, yeah, the, this city makes sense. Yeah, like because there are a lot of rats that would live down there, and it makes sense that they would make a little world for themselves if they're, you know, as intelligent as this movie presents them as. And everything is made out of like garbage and human things. So it's not like, you know, they don't have like a jumbotron that just like doesn't make sense you know like everything is made of something every you can understand how everything was put together and like it all it it all just works it makes sense and i like all of that um way way better in this movie (laughs) yeah i agree very competent (laughs) that's the highest uh, accolade a movie can get yeah wow that movie was competent (laughs) <laughs> but don't you want that i mean you do you want i would like i i feel like competentist should be like the bare minimum <laughs> <laughs> like if a movie is bad it's because it was incompetent yeah and then competent is like where you start you're like okay well at least this movie wasn't bad <laughs> yeah what were uh some of your favorite references Oh, I got one. 
Um, <laughs> there's a moment where uh, the rats, which there's another duo of rats in this movie, just like the ones in Chicken Run. Very similar, yes. I wonder if they're related. I was almost thinking maybe they were the same characters, but they're not. Those were no. Nick and Fletcher. Yes. Yeah, this is Whitey and Spike. Yes. Um, Voiced by Bill Nye was Whitey. Mm-hmm. And uh, guy. Andy Circus was Andy Circus. Yes. Spike. Spike. And that's Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, that's Gollum. And King uh, Kong. King Kong. And the the ape from, you know, that planet. Oh yeah. yeah. And Ulysses Claw from Marvel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I always forget about that. And uh Jennifer Garner's boss in thirteen going on thirty. Yeah. First I love that he's in that movie. Um <laughs> anyway uh there's a scene where those rats like realize something i think bill nye is the smaller one or is he the bigger one bigger one he's yeah okay so andy circus is the smaller one and he's like oh bingo and then the bigger one goes scrabble (laughs) (laughs) enough games enough games yeah (laughs) to the rat cave and then it goes and i was like this this that was like seven seconds of movie that had like five jokes in it i'm i was so excited yeah i love when uh when he's getting flushed away in the first time and then a a fish lands on him and he goes have you seen my dad yeah yeah (laughs) which at first kind of can can be like an eye rolly like oh come on but then that fish keeps coming back and it's like actually a character and i was like oh all right well yeah cool good for you You've made it work. <laughs> the the jokes in this film, they are stacked like one so on top of the other. And they happen so quick that if you're not paying attention, you'll miss so many jokes. Yeah. I almost think I should have watched this movie twice before doing this episode because I feel like I came into it more critical. And I, I, I'm not being critical. I like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm going to be the one who liked it the least out of the three of us. Um, That's probably true. And yeah, it's, I think I liked it the most, probably. You think so? Yeah. John, what did you think? It's hard to say. It's a great film. And I, it's one of the few films in, in the DreamWorks library so far where jokes were being had and i was audibly laughing yeah. at the tv as, <laughs> as the jokes were happening but i don't know if it's if i find that i enjoyed it more than wallace and gromit because yeah. i mean wallace and gromit is my number one so it's hard to say i haven't placed this film yet so we'll get to it at the end as far as where it's going to be put yeah i i placed it right before we started this recording and uh i think i'm i think i'm comfortable with where it is okay um yeah uh another thing i liked a lot there's a moment where the so the two rats all the best jokes were those rats Mm -hmm. they were the best yeah uh the two of them are trying to sneak along (laughs) or they're chasing somebody and then a, a banana peel Land oh, yes, them. they're and chasing it's, Roddy. 
Yeah, they're chasing Roddy in a banana peel, or they call it a banana skin, which I guess is what they call it in Eng- in England. Yes. Um, a banana skin lands in front of them, and it's huge. It's, like, bigger than both of them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, watch out, a banana skin. And then they, like, really carefully step around it so they don't slip on it. And yeah. then immediately slip on, <laughs> what do they slip on, slugs? Slug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Also, so that good. like you would have to be so careful to avoid something that enormous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and another thing, like comparing to Shark Tale, like there's a fart jokes and jokes like that are really cheap. They're very cheap. And like the Shark Tale one, where like the little fart bubble comes up behind the old shark, was just pretty dumb. <laughs> but in this one, the balloon was deflating. Ah, uh, yes. It stops, and then one uh, Spike goes, "Ah, oh, Whitey." He's like, "Sorry, I saw an opportunity, and I took it." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because the balloon was making Balloons all that sound. noise. He's yeah. like, "Well, and it sounded like a." <laughs> yeah. So he thought by covering up the sound, like it would just cover up his fart, but it didn't cover up the smell. Yeah. Genius. Only the sound. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Also, I mean, and we're, we're talking about great jokes, and I love so many jokes. I only, I didn't write down that many of them. I did love at the beginning of the movie when Roddy is like tr- getting dressed for the day, and he has a Wolverine costume in his closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when I looked to be like, "Is that Hugh Jackman's voice?" And then his yeah. name comes up on the screen right after that, so I didn't even have to look it up. I was like, "Oh, it is okay." And fun. It's funny that um, Ian McKellum is the villain. Yeah. I was waiting to see if they would make some sort of reference to that, to the oh, fact that they're yeah. both. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, I don't think they did make any reference to that. I don't think no, so. No, not it was just a Wolverine costume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is Ardman's first CG thing. I think like, I don't yes, think they had it. ever worked Good. out. I don't think they had ever worked outside of like stop motion clay animation. And the animation looked kind of clay, like in the, like there's little imperfections in some of the characters' faces. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is something I didn't watch any behind the scenes in preparation for this. Um, but I, I had seen behind the scenes stuff before. Um, and I think it, I watched it back in like college. I rented this DVD from Netflix back when Netflix used to do that. I don't, I think they still do that actually. You, you can, can still get DVDs from Netflix, but on the internet yeah i think you can still like have a dvd subscription from netflix and like do a original version of netflix if you want to a dvd yeah on netflix (laughs) that's Um, what i should have been doing to instead of like borrowing them from you i should have got a netflix subscription because i mean who has a netflix subscription these days they just borrow from someone else right If if you're listening netflix it's not true no, no, yeah. no. Everyone has a. Uh, everyone has but, their own Netflix subscription. Also, yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth. Sorry, I watched all the, um, the the Bad Batch on your on your Disney Plus. So, oh, that's okay. I haven't I haven't started it yet because I haven't finished the Clone Wars. Okay, yeah, I skipped around for you, so you don't know where you are in Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't even work because I have a note in my phone of the 
chronological order of all the Clone Wars episodes. Okay, well, it so that I know where I am, and so I, I literally check off on a list which episodes I've seen. All right, well, I threw <laughs> your phone away. <laughs> it also wouldn't work because I don't really have your Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, wow! Surprise! Trick you. Dang it! Dang I it! Netflix. I have your Netflix though. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Wait, so those episodes happen out of order on Clone Wars. I didn't realize that either. A lot of them do. Um, Yeah, like if you look on the official Star Wars website, there's like a list of the chronology of all of the Clone Wars episodes and movie. The movie that launched the series is actually like chronologically the third or fourth thing that happens in the series. There's like two or three episodes that take place before the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like way spread out throughout the series too. Like one of them is in season two. One of them is in season five. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Interesting. And that doesn't same thing nothing in star wars can happen in the order it's supposed to yeah oh, why yeah why not so you said that website was the star wars.com uh <laughs> yeah, let me go there and make sure <laughs> let's find out the star wars speaking of star com. wars did you catch um when he was about to freeze uh rita and roddy when the door closes, there's a frozen Han Solo behind them. There yes. is? Han yeah. Solo rat. Han Solo rat. And he's in oh. his little clothes at the same pose. Yeah. Wow. I saw that there were other frozen people there. I, I barely pay- watched this movie, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to rewatch this film. Yeah, I do. I do, too. Uh, because I liked it. I liked it a lot. Once it got going... Or once we started getting to know the characters a little bit better, I was like, okay, yeah, I like this movie a lot. Because up, up before that, I was just like, I don't know who this guy is. He's just like mm-hmm. some stranger. He's like a, essentially a mannequin. Yeah, I don't know his personality. I don't know anything about him. He just wants to get home. And... I think you mean a radkin. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're right. <laughs> Um. He's not well, a anyway. Any yeah, you're right. You're right. It is a Radigan. Radigan. Oh, Radigan. Is that what that song is about? Huh? The Great Mouse Detective. The bad guy's name is Radigan. Oh, really? Yeah. I was not aware of this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're like four tangents removed from what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all of us. Rats. Uh, um, so I, I, I rented the DVD from Netflix in college and, uh, um, this was like five minutes ago. We're still talking about this. <laughs> yes. How did you and I watched, it? I watched a special feature. I watched a special feature about the making of this because I was like, Whoa, Ardman made a computer animated thing. And the reason it still has that weird claymation look is because the mouths were still animated the same way that they you do in claymation so instead of actually like repositioning the shape of a character's mouth they had like pre-made mouth shapes and frame by frame they changed the entire shape like basically switched out the entire mouth rather than make the small adjustments like you normally would that's crazy that's yeah that's amazing that they would go through that amount of detail to go yeah, we're going to do the CG, but we don't know how we're going to do it 
because that I mean that's all we know is stop animation. And instead of just making the mouths move like you would normally with like shaping them and everything, they just did the same process, but it was CG. Right. That's great. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Oh. And I found out earlier today why, because I was curious as to why they chose CG. I was thinking it was because we're in that era of DreamWorks films where everything has to be CG. Right. Well, it's that just that era of animation in general. Like, 2006, that's the year after Walt Disney Animation says we are no longer doing hand-drawn animation. Yeah, that was after Home on the Range, right? Yeah, after Home on the Range, which was 2004. 2005 was Chicken Little, and they were like, we we are only doing computer animation now. Yeah. Um, And so I guess it kind of makes sense that Ardman would say like, well, I mean, the entire industry is going that way. We should maybe, you know, get in line or step in line, I, I guess. Would it shock you to find out, Kenneth, that it's not necessarily that's not necessarily the reason why they chose to CG animate this film? Well, then why? Because originally this was supposed to be a stop motion animation film. Uh huh. But because they were having so much trouble trying to figure out how to stop motion animate the water in the film which there is a lot of. Yeah. They said, let's just make it CG. That was actually my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, when he's getting flushed in the beginning, I was like, oh, how would they have done this? Yeah. So that's that's the reason why Flushed Away is CG is because there was so much water in the film and Ardman was like, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah. Let's just, let's just do CG. But let's keep our style. So. Yeah, let's still make it look like an Ardman film. Yeah, and let's still partially animate it like that. You know, that's the, the coolest the part to me. Everything. Yeah, it's so cool to to like sw- swap replace all of the mouths the way they normally did. And they only ever made two CG animated movies. There was this, and then they made Arthur Christmas, which was. You know, this is the end of Ardman's partnership with DreamWorks. So there, there is no Ardman on our on our list anymore. Oh, um, I think they, heart. I think they, uh, they go over to Sony for their uh, the rest of their movies. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's Sony Pictures for yeah. Arthur Christmas, The Shaun Pirates. The uh, yeah, Shaun the Sheep movie, Early Man, uh, and then Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. Which was Netflix, actually. Yeah. Um, and who was Sean the Sheep movie? Sean the Sheep? He's from... Uh, well, no, Lo- I know. Well, you can tell the listeners. I know who Sean the Sheep is. I was just wondering who made the movie. Was it Disney? Who released the movie. But yeah, who's Sean the Sheep? Oh, Sean the Sheep is a character from one of the Wallace and Gromit shorts uh, titled A Close Shave, where Wallace and Gromit are in the business of uh, shearing sheep. And they and they use their wool to make to sell as yarn. Mm. I believe that's um, how it is, right? That sounds right to me. Yeah. Uh Sean the Sheep movie was from Lionsgate. Oh, really? And then Early Man was Studio Canal. Ardman had such a great partnerships with like big studios, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, little indie studios. Netflix. 
I wonder what happened. I don't know. They just don't like doing business. They like everybody wants everybody wants them to do claymation, and they're like, no, we are, or everybody wants them to do computer, and they say, no, we're a stop motion studio. But Unless that'll we, too, that'll take too long. But that's what we do. That's what our whole identity is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of Wallace and Gromit, did you guys catch any Wallace and Gromit Easter eggs? Yes, at the very beginning. Yes, there's one in the beginning. Oh, I didn't catch anything. What happened? Do you want to say the first one, John? So the very beginning where Roddy the rat is going through his wardrobe trying to figure out what he's going to wear before he ends up deciding on the tuxedo. He pulls an article of clothing out of his closet and it is uh, Wallace's uh, vest and shirt. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm finding this moment, too, now in the movie. There's that, and then in that, uh, that same scene, I think it's when he's driving the car around, there's a grommet plush in the, the child's room. Oh. Oh. I, I did catch the rabbits. There was a rabbit plush, yep. That's late, yeah, later on. And then there's an Alex the Lion plush there, too. Yes. Oh, wow. There's a, there's a red dragon sitting right next to him. I don't. It doesn't look like dragon from Shrek, but I feel like it kind of was an Easter oh, egg. Oh, like it that. could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see Alex the Lion back there. I saw the Wallace outfit. This movie is gets better and better every second we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And there's the other one I noticed was in the boat when he's like kind of going through a bunch of random things, he pulls out a grommet Pez dispenser. Oh really? That mm-hmm. I did notice, but I, 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 I wasn't sure if it actually was Grommet. I must have missed but, that. Um That's so fun. And I also I like just she calls the villain Kermit at some point. Oh yeah, because he's a frog or a toad. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. Do you think? Okay, I am amazed that they have a whole bunch of frogs in this movie that are French. That frog, frog legs. That feels like it shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that my mom mentioned that, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that. Shouldn't be there. Yeah. And I right. looked it up just because I had always heard that nickname for French people. But I, I but I never understood wait, what what's that, John? What what are you, what are we talking about? Um so the I, I, I Googled this and it says because I wasn't sure, but it says the use of the word frog to mean a French person is a slur that arose because the French were stereotypically thought of as eating frogs. What? So, yeah, and I've always, I have heard that before, you know, calling French people frogs, but I never knew that it was like a slur or that it was, that it could have be offensive until pretty recently that I started to understand like, oh no, that's not something that you should call them. <laughs> uh, I'm learning something new today. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. So the fact that this movie has like a whole like group of them, one is too, I think that's too easy of a joke. Like that feels less clever than what Ardman normally does. And also like, uh, I don't know if that's all right. (laughs) It's borderline. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they do it. It depends on the, I don't know now. 
Yeah, like like I I feel like it would be worth like doing a rewatch. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, because this movie is thirteen years thirteen years old. Uh, two thousand six. Oh, two thousand six. Really, I keep on thinking we're eventually going to get to two thousand eight, but we but we've stayed in two thousand six for like the past two or three movies. <laughs> like we're going to just stay in two thousand six forever. They made like eighteen movies in two thousand six. Yeah, I believe uh, it was ni- nineteen. 19 movies mm-hmm. oh okay yeah let me I, I i'm trying to look here 2006 yeah this whole week when i was watching all of them i've only been in 2006 from, sin, <laughs> from sinbad <laughs> um where such things like drake and josh existed ah uh, yes oh yeah jeez Let's move on. I was actually just watching the new <laughs> Turner and Hooch remake show right before we started this. So oh, yeah? far, How so good. It? So oh, far, good. I like it. Good. Yeah. One of, my, uh, one of my other favorite references in the movie was when Roddy first gets to London and there's a lady selling things and she says, feed the flies, tuppence a bag. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God. I remember that. I like that one. I really maybe didn't even watch this movie. <laughs> you, you need to rewatch it, dude. <laughs> It's so good. I'm yeah. starting to rewatch it right now. It's very good. I like this movie. I don't yeah. think it's going to move in my rating. I I might rewatch it and then like it might be in a new spot next time. But um see, that's that's what I was having issues with. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Also, um a jammy dodger is a cookie. I don't know if that was oh. intentional, but it's a British cookie. That's for Doctor Who. It has to be intentional. They're British. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm learning a lot of new things. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah. I've Everyone has seen a jammy dodger. Yeah. In uh, Doctor Who, I believe it was like a button. And he, he talked about jammy dodgers a lot. It's like a little sandwich cookie with like uh, red fruit filling in it. Mm-hmm. It's a popular British biscuit. Made from shortcake with a raspberry or strawberry flavored jam filling. Yeah, I had to go back to see if like the the name on the back was just like a ripped off packaging for them. Uh huh. But I don't think it was. I think it was spelled out with different letters. Okay. And then in the end, when they're painting it, it's they. I think he painted the whole thing on there. That would be like if they made like a a weird animated like animal version of like the orca from jaws but they called it the oreo yeah that's fun (laughs) remember in the very beginning where roddy is uh sliding down uh, he's like getting ready for the movie the movie date that he's going on and (laughs) the movie premiere yeah and he slides down the shelf and i saw the chicken run dvd Oh. oh, you know what? I was actually, as I was watching the movie, I was like, ooh, I bet there's a lot of Easter eggs on that yeah. DVD shelf. I, I have it paused right now. I'm actually going to sh- see if I can rewind it a little bit. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play it. I'm going to see if I can get a larger uh, portion of the shelf on there. There's also like a framed picture of Wallace's girlfriend from, I believe it's a close shave. Oh, yeah, there she is. Yeah. Uh, Let me read off some of these titles. Uh, A Clockwork Potato. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, brief incontinence. Uh, the Maltese budgie. You only live nine times. <laughs> Once upon a time in a vest. Death in Venice 2. Uh, all the presidents. But, hold Keith. on. The author of Death in Venice 2 is zombie. Under that, it says zombie. Yes. Uh, Ratman. Ratman returns. Ratman returns and in parentheses again. <laughs> so it's the Ratman trilogy. Uh, Wait, Parker, did you did you read all the president's own teeth? You, yeah, that that's a that's a DVD. Okay, I didn't I didn't notice if you had if you had read that one because I think I was focused on zombie. Oh yeah, yeah, I read that one. Uh, puckered lips now instead of apocalypse now. <laughs> uh, Piddler on the Roof, Goon with the Wind, In in the Heat of the Fridge, <laughs> My Big Fat Greek Bottom, Oh my gosh, uh, A Fistful of Dullards, uh-huh. uh, The Julianos of Boca, I, I don't know the joke on that one, The Adventures of Courtney and Brendan, <laughs> <laughs> the the Weisberg Chronicles. Oh, did we lose someone? Nope, what? I dropped. Nope, I knocked my microphone over. You oh, fell okay. down. I'm sorry. Someone fell asleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I can catch any more of these DVDs before it pans over. Yeah, I wish right, I, I could gotta go frame by quick frame. on the draw. Quick on the draw. Uh okay. Here we go. He's standing in front of the DVDs, but I might be able to see some of them. Okay, wait. Here's Courtney and Brendan. All right, now there's uh, Nikki and Dylan. Yeah. The Chaos of Charis? Charis? I don't know. Uh, Madeline's Mayhem. Macy and Owen's Day Out. It's Macy and Owen. Uh... Some of these aren't even jokes anymore. Oh, the Prince of Egypt is over here. The Road to El Dorado, Madagascar, Ants, Shark Tale, Over the Head, Shrek, Shrek 2, well, Sinbad, have... Spirit. They have the whole collection. They also have Galaxy Quest. Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Mouse Red Hunt. Eye. Old School is on there. What? Red Eye is on there? Yeah. Why, why are those? Those are actual films. They must be DreamWorks movies. I got to look it up now. Because I was like, some of these aren't even jokes, but now I'm seeing like, yeah, a lot of these are real movies. And it's the unrated version. They had the unrated version of old school. (laughs) Why would they have the unrated version? And Wallace and Gromit, Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit is here too. They have every single DreamWorks movie. They can follow along with this show. Ants. Egypt. Who is next? Oh, it was Dorado. That's crazy. Old school... Uh, that movie with Will Ferrell, uh, Vince Vaughn, and Luke Wilson. That was distributed by DreamWorks. Yeah. Wow. There we go. So Galaxy Quest was also DreamWorks. Mouse Hunt. Peacemaker. Red Eye. Wow. Very interesting. Good yeah. work on them. What's down here? Oh, that's just like a bunch of encyclopedias with nothing on the spine. Yes. All right. That was a close <laughs> one. So which movie does he pick out? He picks out this James Bond looking one. 
Die again tomorrow. Die again tomorrow. <laughs> Instead of die another day. <laughs> oh man. Hey, does this movie pass the baby got back test? Um okay, so in the movie, I think that it should have gone when he pulls down her pants and he says he wants to see the sights. <gasps> okay. That okay. that would have been a good one. Uh I was also thinking uh, was there was there a point like was there like a butt joke in like when they're in the house and the house is like going back and forth with the whole family in it and everything? No. Oh yeah, 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 I think so. There might have been like underwears. Oh, the drawers. Yeah. Oh, yes. The the, the, uh, grandma's drawers. Yes. Maybe, maybe for that. But he was singing, he was singing a song. It was a Tom Jones song because she kept on calling him Tom Jones. Right. Because they called him a peeping Tom. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) And so she's like, (laughs) Tom Jones. (laughs) That makes sense now. Yeah. I thought she was just doing it. She was like delirious. (laughs) <laughs> i think it's a combination yeah it definitely is um what if the slugs started singing it we didn't talk about we haven't talked much about the slugs i love the, slugs you mean the minions the minions the minions yep. slash <laughs> the uh the little teddy bears and goldfish from the lorax mm-hmm. yeah slash cool yeah Every there was another movie recently we watched that also had fake minions in it. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Maybe it wasn't on here. Maybe it wasn't a DreamWorks movie. No, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't over the hedge. No, over the hedge doesn't have minions. No. Uh, what was the one before over the hedge? Uh, Wallace well, and Gromit, Gromit, I think. Yeah. Or the oh, the bunnies. Maybe. The Maybe bunnies are kind of miniony. A little bit. Not so the, much, though. Madagascar didn't really have any. The lemurs, kind of, nah. Mm. No. No. No, there were there was definitely another film that we watched that was like... Had little sidekicks that the movie itself was trying to get over. Like, you, you like this? They're funny. <laughs> I think it was the rabbits in Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. But the rabbits are funny. Yeah. But they're not like minion funny. No, no, yeah. of, of course not. Yeah. Do we think that the slugs are minion funny? Uh, they go back and forth for me. Could could there be a standalone movie that's the title of the movie is just slugs? No. <laughs> uh, I bet there could be. Yeah, I guess there could be. It's just slugs. Yeah, and it just it, it it's like a Toy Story or not Toy Story, Lion King one and a half, and we see from their perspective, oh. and like when the slugs are like walking and they're like, oh hey, how are you? and then like two guys slip on them, yeah, yeah, and then they get hurt and it's very sad. And they have to go to the slug hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things, I think, in the entire movie, at the very end of the end credits. It says no slugs were assaulted during the making of this film. Oh, this movie just couldn't leave any jokes out. Yeah, any joke that could 
be made were like put it in yeah just when you thought it was over too yeah. one board assaulted incredible yeah. <laughs> but i was thinking there's a moment where i was like i wonder if the slugs should have sung baby got back at some point i was thinking that too but i i don't know maybe there's, there is a lot of rat butt slapping in this film yeah like Rita slaps her her butt a couple of times, mocking Toad or the gangster rats. Uh-huh. Uh Roddy slaps his butt a couple of times to to mock people. Maybe that's yeah. a British thing. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe that's just a character thing. Yeah. He's a butt slapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know. I almost think the slugs are funny enough that if they had started singing baby got back at some point i would have liked it yeah yeah i'd have been okay with that would the movie have been better if they did it yeah mm-hmm. maybe i think it would have yeah <laughs> so does it pass no it fails fails yeah because they baby didn't have it in there back. it wasn't there and maybe it, i think it should have been it, should it Look, look in your heart. A film where the jokes are so quick and so clever. But there's a lot of just like the slugs just start singing a lot. And I don't know how clever it always is. Okay, that's fair. Mm. Okay. I mean, like it, it usually is appropriate to the moment. Yeah. And there, I don't remember what it was specifically, but there was a moment where the slugs started singing and I just, my head went straight to, what if they were singing Baby Got Back? <laughs> Would it have been better than yeah. what they are singing? I don't know. Hmm. I, uh, yeah. I think it's 50 It could have, it couldn't have. Yeah, they can live with or without. I think it. I think it would have been funny enough that it would have made. It would have been good. Yeah. Um. Did did we at one point talk about the joke where the two gangster rats, uh, Whitey and Spike, are falling, and Spike oh, says to Whitey, "Remember, keep your knees straight when you hit the water." <laughs> and and Whitey lands in the water and he keeps his legs straight and spike ends up splatting on the concrete right next to the water yeah that's good and then it comes back uh oh yeah it does come back but how what happens again they like jump out of the control room window and whitey yells keep your legs straight spike (laughs) (laughs) but it's not actually good advice in that moment right it might be because I think the control booth is over the water. Yeah. Well, it's close enough when they're jumping out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Looks like there were flushed away McDonald's toys. It's true. What? McDonald's? Yep. There was this a commercial, f- too. This is the first time we've seen McDonald's getting involved. Yeah. Move over Burger King. Burger King or Hungry Jack or. Head uh, Rooster. Wendy's for one. Oh, yeah. The Wendy's for Madagascar, I believe. Oh, oh I that's right. Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge. That's right. Well, uh, yeah, Madagascar. 
I don't know if Madagascar had toys in the U.S., but it definitely had Red Rooster. That's how we know about Red Rooster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This this commercial for McDonald's toys that I'm watching is a bad commercial. (laughs) Okay. This is terrible. Um, It's like two kids just eating at McDonald's and playing with their toys, and then they look out the window and they see that flushed away is playing at a movie theater. So they go see the movie. Okay. I mean, how else are you going to, but then you keep watching it. Yeah. Then Ian McKellen comes out of the screen and he wants the toys. So he tongues them. Yeah. And then Roddy's like, look a fly. And he's like, Oh, and he tries to catch the fly and his tongue gets stuck out of his mouth on the fly for some reason and then they're able to get the toys away from him and give the toys back to the kids the end he wanted them for his collection oh yeah I guess that makes a little bit of sense this is not a good commercial the toys are pretty cute though I remember liking them so what are the toys they look like they're just figures to me. Yeah, so um, each one of them, there was six toys, um, and each one of them kind of had their own feature. Mm. Oh. So the first one, Roddy, he was like a little compass in the middle, which was kind of stupid. A compass? Um, yeah, his little stomach has a compass in it. Okay. So he can find his way back to the surface? I guess so. Yeah. And then Rita, in her belt, you could pull out a line of stickers. But then oh, okay. once they're out, they're out. I remember that in the film. Yeah, just like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Le Frog. Le, Le Frog. Le Frog. He just had like bendable arms and legs. So you could kind of put him in weird poses. I love the way he moved in the film. Yeah. 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 And he's got little like flip floppy feet. Um, Sid, which was the sewer rat. That is in the movie for two minutes. Oh, yeah. He's the one yeah. that, that flushes Roddy down the toilet. Twice. Mm-hmm. His bottom half. So you could pop his bottom half off. And inside of him was a soccer ball. Again, just like the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. World Cup. Classic scene. Um, <laughs> and then Whitey. I don't know what he did. I think his legs might have. He might have been like a bobblehead from his waist up. But then my favorite one was the toad and his face was like a silicone plastic. And if you pushed him down on a, on the table, like with his, his feet could go into his body. So when you pushed his torso down, his mouth would open like he was talking <laughs> or yelling. <laughs> it was kind of like the Shrek one with the. Oh, yeah. It was like that. The jail one. Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. Where his little teeth would pop out, but this one, his whole top of the head would push up. <laughs> it would it would make his mouth move. Okay, I like it. Yeah, they were pretty fun. That's good. They're pretty simple, but yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, I was a fan of like the toys, like that look like the characters, whereas like instead of a gimmick, but this kind of combined both. Oh yeah. yeah. That's like true. You, you get the gimmick, but also you get each character. I always just liked the ones that were basically just like a puppet. 
Oh, yeah. Kind of. Like, I had one of Quasimodo where, like, it was basically just a plush of Quasimodo with plastic head and hands. Yeah. But, like, there were, like, little, like, kind of pockets that you could put your fingers in to, like, move his legs. Mm -hmm. I think those actually were, like, an upcharge ones. Like, you could get those. You could, like, pay extra for them? Yeah. I definitely had that. Yeah, I definitely had Quasimodo. And, oh, and Phoebus. I'm, I I think I had Phoebus too. Maybe even Esmeralda. I think oh, I had yeah, all of them. Yeah, Esmeralda had her. I'm looking those up now. What else would they have had? Frollo? Frollo. I think the, I may have had Frollo. Maybe the Gargoyle, yeah. Huh. Well, I had a few of those hunchback toys. I don't remember what, because I think they had a... Gen- oh, it was just um, Quasi Esmeralda and... I think those were more dolls, though. Well, yeah, they were like dolls. Mm-hmm. But 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 Quasimodo had like holes in his in his yeah, legs, so you can put your fingers in them and make make them be his legs. Yeah, because the George Costanza puppet, his was <laughs> he was definitely a puppet. <laughs> yeah, his is a puppet for sure, and they were a dollar ninety nine each. Wow, Those that's like, a deal. That is a deal. Collect all four, two dollars. That'd be like seven dollars now. I'm losing it, Quasi. <laughs> i feel like they lost an opportunity to make the actual puppet of um the jester guy oh he had clopan clopan clopin 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 like when clopin. you when you work a night followed by a morning yeah yeah you close oh, clopin yes yeah yeah and then they had a generic set of toys which was like each gargoyle and then quasi and yeah i had some of each of those yeah i was clopin. really into those <laughs> they were good they were good that was a good set clopin was a little plush guy too yes yeah see, i'm pretty sure i had him too um just like flushed away do we know what kind of ride we would want for this absolutely oh yes. all right i'm ready take me on a ride yeah. Kyle, do you want to go first? Okay. All right. So this You're right. new... I, I'm I'm just gonna warn you, John. Remember last time Kyle really brought it. Uh no, this one you... is not as not as detailed. Okay. I've been thinking about it all day, but it's not okay. as detailed. <laughs> okay. Um so this is for the Dream Jerks theme park though. Yeah. No longer fitting in with a specific park. No. But if Universal wanted to do it, we're um, making a whole new park. Have a number. The yeah. next park that'll open after Epic Universe. Correct. Yes. I think it's their. It'll be their fifth theme park. Yeah. Yes. All right. It's an entire indoor land, just like how um, Kung Fu Panda Land will be. Yeah, in Beijing. Yes. So the entrance will be a giant tube, kind of like Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And you'll walk in, and on each side of you are singing animatronic slugs as you walk through into the the sewer. And then in there is the entire land, and it's a scale replica of under London, London. Yeah, sewer London. Sewer London. And in there, there'll be little flat rides, like the little teacup spinning ride that was flat, like the flying teacup ride. Mm, yeah. Um, maybe like a, a London Eye type ride. Oh, 
I don't think they had that in there. There was definitely I was thinking like doing a Big Ben like drop tower. Because the oh. Big Ben Big Ben is yeah. in there. And everything yeah. obviously will be large real things. Right. Like the movie. Like if you go so there's gonna be like a little restaurant, a little quick service restaurant, and all the chairs will be like the bottle cap type of thing. And for the quick service restaurant, there could be giant food, kind of like Pim Particle Test Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So like fish and chips, but just a huge thing of fried food, like one giant thing and then one giant chip. Because <laughs> it'd be human sized. Yeah. But we are in this land. We have shrunken down through the science of tube travel. How would you even make one giant fry? I don't know. Magic. <laughs> It's just uh, like a bunch of crushed potatoes together, and then you shoot it out of a little potato tube, <laughs> and you fry. <laughs> but you only get it. one. It's not going to be good. It's definitely not going to be good. Um, you're you're going to have to get uh, hoagie bread and oh. deep fry the hoagie bread, and then put like uh, a potato chip crust on it, mm-hmm. and a lot of salt. Yeah. Yeah, and then put like uh, a squirt of ketchup along the fry. <gasps> right. It'll be or tartar sauce or vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I it, love and- I love that that you before you even <laughs> try, you're like this food isn't good. Oh no, the best, part, the best part of fries are like each one and like the whole, you get the whole bite. Whereas you're gonna get a lot of middle of the fry. Yeah. Not it's just mushy potatoes. <laughs> So you don't get the crunching, but it's the the factor of like we are eating giant food because we are shrunken down. That's that's what we're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not taste, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna taste good, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the best fries you ever had. Right, right. Okay. But it'll be the best giant fry you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and giant piece of fish where it's ninety percent fish and like ten percent batter. Yeah. Um, you basically just eat a whole fish. You're eating a whole fried fish, yes, but one. And it could be like a deal where you get like two or three for a family and it's on a giant platter and they come out and bring it to you. Um, well, I like the idea of it. So yeah, other giant foods like that. Yeah. And then the main e-ticket attraction will be on the lagoon, so like on the water, like how they are in the movie. And you board on there, kind of like so. And you kind of like go through the restaurant, but it's like a, it's a boat ride. Uh huh. Um, and you're on not the mini dot or not the Jeremy Dodger two. I'm gonna call these mini Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So there's a little pre-show with animatronic Rita and Roddy, and they're talking about, oh, we want to take you on a tour through Little London and show you all the sights. And like we start off kind of slow and like going through London and seeing the little restaurant, like Pirates of the Caribbean type of thing. And then I don't know what the evil will be, but like obviously something's going to go wrong. Um, it could be the toad coming back, but I kind of like the idea of just driving by the big gate and seeing him and Lefrog still tangled up. Yeah. As animatronics and maybe just having us take a wrong turn and, from there, it's going to become a boat roller coaster. <laughs> a boat roller coaster? Yeah, and it exists. I think there's a company that made it, 
and it's on water. So like you're on a track the entire time, but then you like go up lift hills and stuff like that. But for this one, it's going to be launched. The launch is in the water, like when you're going through a tunnel. And then like the movie, you kind of go up and do a corkscrew around the tunnel, but it's up, it's track along the mm. wall. And then we go through a couple like fun scenes and drops and stuff like that. Slugs along the way. And then we get the boat back. And maybe it could be like Hagrid's where it just kind of goes out of control. The mini Dodgers are. It goes out of control. Yeah. And that's why we go fast. Oh, it's like not like we don't have an overlooming threat, like like a villain. Yeah. It's just more of like, oh, we're going too fast now. Yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. I thought you meant like like there's parts of Hagrid's where like nothing is in control of the vehicle and you're just like basically on a free fall. Oh, it's no, it's on a track. (laughs) Yeah, there's parts where you just jump off the track. (laughs) All right. But yeah, that's that's my idea. Pretty good. I think the giant fry is my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Stand up. <laughs> it's the number one food dish. Yeah. That's and the, the giant chip. Or the giant fish. The butterbeer of this land. It's like, you gotta <laughs> get a giant fry. <laughs> yeah. And like some gift shops where you can buy your rat-themed merchandise. Yeah. And little right. slug ear eyes like that you can put on. <laughs> like mickey ears but they're slug eyes <laughs> um john what was your ride so it was something of the uh, effect of the e-ticket but i was also thinking about the uh chase scene between mm-hmm. the gangster rats and uh roddy and rita and i and i i want to expand more on this idea of this boat ride um I, I like the idea of mini Dodgers, but I kind of want to call them different, th- different things. Like uh, one could be called Artful Dodger, and one could be called L.A. Dodger, <laughs> things like that. Just to find different ways to yeah. tie in Dodger with what all if, the little What if boats. each one is named after a different British cookie? Oh, hmm. Or even American cookies, like all, even... any kind of cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm for that. Uh, what's oh, what's the one cookie that's like the fruit uh, center, and it's like an orange, orangey flavor to it? Uh, I don't think I know this cookie. Man, I feel like I have to look it up right now. It's on the tip of my tongue. I want one. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Orange, like fruit filled cookie. Jamie Dodger, Tim Tams, Jaffa Cakes. Is that it? Those were the ones that I was thinking of. Oh, it's another English one? Yes. No one. Hobnob, that's another one. That sounds fun. Digestives? Digestive. Yeah, that's. Whoa. That sounds like medicine. I want to wait for the digestive boat. One of them is just called a nice biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're they're all named after different uh, cookies. Um. So you're boarding the boat and the these boats and it's a tour. I I was originally thinking it's a tour that's given 
by one of these uh, rat boat tours that are in the sewer London. Okay, and yeah. it's nothing affiliated with uh, Rita or, or Rodney. They show up like halfway through the ride to save you. Mm-hmm. But okay. if you... Yeah, but if we want to go with Reed and Rod, Rodney, Roddy, 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 not Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. If we want to go with Reed and Roddy giving these tours, that's fine. Um, and I like the idea of them. You, you kind of, uh, you, I could see going through the restaurant in like a little canal that's right next to it. And I could also see going out into like the main lagoon area and getting the view of everyone walking through sewer London and you get the scope of it. Mm-hmm. And then you go into a tunnel and you see the uh, floodgate and you see La Toad, uh, La Frog and Toad tongue tied up. And uh, Toad is able to um, untongue tie himself for a moment or stretch his tongue further to the point where he's able to hit a lever where you are going to continue your tour. But when he hits the lever, it takes you down a different tunnel and it's that uh, dangerous tunnel that has the all of like are. the rapids and everything. Oh, and that's mm. where the roller coaster park can kick in. Yeah. Mm. And so that, that whole part is uh, Rita and Roddy on the radio going, no, you're going the wrong way. That's the wrong way. Yeah. We'll yeah, be going... there in a couple of minutes. Just hang tight. Something of that nature. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We could or like even the like Whitey and Spike can come out and like they're trying to get revenge. Yeah. We, kinda, we don't really have know what happens to them. Yeah. So maybe at the end of the the rapids uh part of the ride you end up in like a slow area where you see you're going around a corner and everything's kind of getting a little ominous in the ride. And you see shadows on the brick wall of uh, Spike and Whitey. And as you turn the corner, you see the animatronics of them. And you say, ah, looks like you've made it. Yeah, you're right on time. And then they're like, uh, they're going to, I don't know what their, what they would, what their aim would be if they're there to rob you or hold you for ransom or what? I don't know. Yeah. It could even be like, they could pretend to be angry and you think you're caught at first, but then surprise, it's a little party because they don't want to work for the toad anymore. And they're happy that they're, that they're, they're there. Yeah. I could see that. I kind of did expect them to turn on on the toad towards the end because I was like, his plan is to kill all these rats, but you're rats. Yeah, they yeah. don't know that yet. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why. Like when he revealed the plan, I thought they were gonna be like, "Wait, that's what you want to do? We don't like that. We don't agree with that." You know? Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like those are exact. Like both of these rides are kind of along the lines of what I would want. You know, like a boat ride, a dark ride, with like a thrill element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just it just the movie just screams all of those things, for like sure. A, like a Shanghai Pirates type screens and oh. animatronics. Mm. But I feel like with on a roller coaster track to make yeah. it faster and like uh, Journey to Atlantis. Yes. 
Yeah, I was thinking more something like that, like more more traditional most of the time, you know, just like going slowly through tunnels and like sewer scenes. And uh, maybe it could have a moment like at the beginning of the Grand Fiesta tour featuring the Grand, the Three Caballeros, um, where after you get on the boat and it departs, you go into that open area, like the main, you know, Mexican pavilion area and you're like in this big open space like i'm kind of imagining something like that where you're like in london rat london you know yeah and then yeah then you go into tunnels and you you see all the characters and you see the scenes uh yeah i i love this ride and i love the idea of like the indoor land like what Mm -hmm. what kyle said like that's perfect yeah and it's different like you don't see that a lot yeah I'm imagining, yes, like like a uh, like Mexico at Epcot or like the the Kung Fu Panda Land of awesomeness, Nocturne Alley. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good stuff like this already. Let's do it. Yeah. Green light. It's in the, it's in the movie. <laughs> it's <And> approved. <laughs> <laughs> approved. Um. All right. What do we think of this movie? Wrapping it up, final thoughts of Flushed Away. How do we, how are we how are we feeling? Um it's a pretty solid movie. Uh I think a lot of people have slept on this movie, mm-hmm. including myself cuz I didn't see it when it came out. Yeah. And my viewing of this film for this podcast was my first viewing of it. So I didn't, I don't have a lot of like this feelings of nostalgia or or feelings of, Oh, I remember seeing that it's all new to me. Yeah. But still being new to me and not being uh, the age of a child anymore. I was still very into this film. Uh, A lot of quick, clever jokes a lot of good gags it didn't feel like there was a lot of jokes that were there just for the sake of thinking wouldn't it be funny if this <laughs> happened kind of deal it was all like everything felt smart yeah yeah um and we can always count on Ardman for that sort of thing they're ab- so good absolutely. about that yeah um i like this film yeah kyle yeah i love this film you love it i love it and john you said you like it Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah it's a like just a like i think i'm there with you if you if you just like it i think i i also kind of just like this movie i didn't love it i held down the like button and turned it into a heart so okay yeah, see, I just clicked like and said, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, sometimes minute. the like is good enough. Yeah. I, I, I like wanted to be more upbeat about this movie or more positive, but like, you know what? It was just, it was really good. Um, I didn't, I wasn't blown away the way Chicken Run blew me away. And I wasn't charmed. Like Wallace and Gromit. Like Wallace and Gromit. It was just like, this movie did everything right. And I like I like that about it. 
and it's better than over the hedge it is better than over the hedge see like yeah over the hedge is like both of these movies are kind of like where you're like okay there's not i there's nothing bad about that but over the hedge was like oh but you didn't do enough good you know (laughs) and flushed away is like even though it feels kind of i don't know simple maybe Mm -hmm. something about it just kind of doesn't 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 spark the way i want i want it to but it has enough like really really hilarious things in it and like really truly surprising jokes and like that goes a long way all of the stuff in over the hedge was just like why is that even in this movie (laughs) And, and everything here was like you know what you were starting to lose me a little bit but that was awesome. Like that was really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I like this movie. The I think the the good definitely outweighs the blah. You know, there is nothing bad. There is nothing I disliked about this. Yeah. And there were a lot of things I really liked a lot. But I think like on average, it was kind of just like, eh, I liked that. Fine. Good middle of the road film. Yeah, yeah. It's like just above middle. Yeah. You and, know, it's it's not a bad film. No, no, it's very, very- good. Very good, well written, very clever, but felt like some parts just kind of missed the mark a little bit. I don't even think they didn't. So it's not it. So we're not saying it's a perfect film. It's not perfect. I think that's the what the worst thing we can say about it is that it's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what so what what do we feel is making it like not perfect? What would make it a perfect film? Big butts. Big butts. Mm, big butts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, to me, something about the characters in this movie, I, actually, just the, the main two characters, because like the villains are all amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Roddy that makes him just feel like I don't really care that much about what happens to him. And I'm like, I'm along for the ride just because of the things that happen on the ride and the characters he meets along the way. But like, I don't really connect to him. Okay. I agree with that because the, it doesn't really give us time to relate to that character too much. Yeah. Like we see in the first 10 minutes of the film, like, yeah, he's, he's alone and he's, at first it looks like he's okay being alone. And then it gets to the part where he's like saying good night. And he's like, Oh, well, I mean, I like where I live. I like my life, but it's, it could be better, I guess. Yeah. Um, I kind of relate to that, but I mean, then the film just, just starts in and there's no time for us to like feel that Roddy is a likable character that we're rooting for him that we're on his side yeah exactly because also i mean yes what sid the other rat that comes in he is obnoxious and gross but like roddy's just kind of mean to him yeah and it's like flush him away yeah he's gonna flush him down the toilet and i'm like this is just some snooty fancy guy i don't know i think in the beginning he just wasn't snooty enough so like if yeah. he, in the beginning, if he was like totally a jerk from the beginning and 
oh, I'm this rich, fancy rat. I live in a house. And then a sewer rat comes in. Ugh, I'm so, I don't like him. Yeah. But it was like kind of in the middle there. Yeah. They didn't want us to hate him. He he wasn't like a full on like heel. Yeah. He was kind of like, th- there wasn't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't like black or white with him, with his character, with what he stood for and everything like that. It was just kind of like, here he is. Yeah. Like, all right. I just remember when he's in the Toad's like collection and breaking everything. I, I just remember thinking like, who like who is this guy? Like, I don't know anything about him other than that he wants to go home. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about him. And they didn't like, like foreshadow him really being clumsy at all. No, yeah. That's why I was like, this would be I mean, I'm not disliking this, but I was just like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> He's a rat. And the movie is telling me I'm I'm along the journey with him, but I'm like, oh. Yeah. I guess I hope he gets home. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's something that could have made the film better is having that connection or wanting to see that uh transformation in this character yeah. fully happen. Because even when you get to the f- end of the film, it's like he's still kind of being the same person. The only difference is that now he's, he's gotten to know this other rat that he kind of has this friendship for. And she has a big family and now he's part of that family. And now he's not alone. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, he does that the whole thing where he's like lying is like, oh yeah, Sid's uh, my relative, and but she knew Sid wasn't a relative. He knew yeah. she knew that Sid was Sid all along at the very end. So there wasn't, and it felt like they were trying to force that thing that films, these kind of films do, where the our hero will say or do something and get upset and kind of push that push their other character that's with them away. So now they have to have this moment where they realize that they messed up or they find out that their friend is in danger and they have to go save that friend. They have to go redeem that, that uh, moment that happened where they might've said or done things that they wish that they hadn't. Yeah. And it felt like that, that movie was like, should we do that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But overall, liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Um, watch it again. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many like little details. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it with a magnifying glass. Pause (laughs) button ready. (laughs) Uh, How do we rank it? Um, Do you have a ranking, Kyle? I do. Oh, let's hear yours. All right. Shrek 2, number one. Yeah. Shrek, number two. I'm with you. Flushed Away. Wow. Yep. Three. Chicken Run. Okay. Jeez. Madagascar. Uh huh. Shark Tale. (laughs) Wow. What number is that? Say, say. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Wow. Okay. Okay. Then over the hedge. 
Ben right. Wallace and Gromit. Whoa. You're crazy. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't I'm have mad like, man. Okay, Wallace and Gromit. I watched that for the first time like yesterday. Okay. So do you have look. a history with them? I do not. Uh, so maybe that's why. Dark Tale, yeah. I do have a history with. I watched yeah. it a lot. Ah, uh, they went you, over the edge. Kyle, do yourself a favor and watch all the Wallace and Gromit shorts. I will. Uh, after you guys were talking about them, I'm like, oh, okay. They're so good. It's like yeah. unbelievable how good they are. <laughs> yeah. Do yourself yeah. a favor. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Wallace and Gromit is down there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I'd probably pick the other two to watch again. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, That's fine. Then Eldorado, then Egypt, then Sinbad, then Ants, then Horse Movie. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, you have the right one at the bottom. That's okay. At least yeah. that. <laughs> and the right top two. That's all that counts. <laughs> yeah, everybody has their own opinions. Everybody's different. Yeah, no one's wrong. No one's and wrong. Yeah. Everybody's raised differently. I was a Shark Tale family, I guess. You guys were Walter yeah. Gromit family. Yeah. <laughs> I was especially Wallace and Gromit family because that's my number one. Yeah. And Shrek 2 is number two, obviously, because it has two in the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number three is Shrek. Number four is Chicken Run. Number five is Flushed Away. Oh, okay. I like Flushed Away, but after thinking about it, I feel like if I had to sit down and make a choice, Chicken Run feels like the story and the characters are a little bit more fleshed out. Yeah. Whereas these characters were fleshed out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Chicken run just has everything. Chicken run is perfect. And you know, the characters so well from the very beginning. Yeah. You know what they want. The, 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 the stakes are so high. The threat is so real. Yeah. And like flushed away is just like, this guy just wants to get back to his fancy house. Yeah, and has a lot of great jokes. I just don't care as much. And Chicken Run is so good. It's so perfect. It and is. That's, that's why it's in fourth place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number six is Madagascar. Number seven, Road to El Dorado. Number eight, Prince of Egypt. Number nine, Over the Hedge. Number 10, Sinbad. 11, Shark Tale. 12, Ants. 13, Horse Movie. All right. And then for me, I, I I can look at my list and clearly split. There's like the movies I love, the movies that I like, and then the movies that I don't really care for. Okay. Uh, so starting at the top, the movies I love, there's Shrek 2 at number one. Number two is Shrek. Number three is Chicken Run. Number four is Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Number five is The Prince of Egypt. Number six is Madagascar. So those top six, I love those movies. Okay. Now we're getting into the movies I like. There's four of them in this category. Number seven, Flushed Away. Okay. I think I think Flushed Away is my favorite of the movies I didn't like flat out love. Okay. Uh, so that's why it is where it is. And I might have to go th- like kind of by these categories as we go further on and, and, and ha- add so many movies to this ranking. Like I have to just say, did I like it? Did I love it? Or did I just not really care for it? 
Yeah. So seven, flushed away. Eight, the road to El Dorado. Number nine, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Number 10, Over the Hedge. Uh, and now we get into the ones that I, I just don't, I don't particularly like. Here it comes. That's number 11, Ants. Number 12, Shark Tale. And number 13, Horse Movie. Yeah, horse movie. Horse movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, why? Yeah, I, I feel why? a little bad. Don't feel bad. For why do you feel who, bad? For yeah. people that like horse movie. That's they, the people that's, are wrong. That, I they're mean, not. No, kidding. They're entitled to their opinion. They're yeah. not wrong. And if they like horse movie, then then that's fantastic. They can watch horse movie as much as they want. And I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> So maybe that's what I'm looking for here, Kenneth. I, I kind of want to see 13 films into this library, and we still have uh, 27 films to go off the top of my head. I think there might be 29, actually. Uh, yeah, something something like something, that. Something around, around those lines. Uh, yeah. I kind of I want to get some feedback and see how everyone's ranking the, the films. So oh, far. yeah. If you are watching along with this uh as we go and Watch you it. have a ranking let us know yeah. maybe put that in a maybe put that in a in an itunes review or i think an email i think an email works better for that email a tweet a tweet an instagram dm or a twitter dm do yes. you guys uh, accept ravens uh no i keep my no. windows closed Oh, okay. I actually I don't know how to open my window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I open the window, the train will just come all the way into my room. Yeah, the train oh. will enter his bedroom. Can, can we send it by train then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Put it on. Put it on a train. Send it to uh, Florida, and I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are currently forty-one. DreamWorks animated films. Yeah. Theatrical films, we should say. So we have 28 more. As, as of, of now. now. As of now. And then in the next one comes out April 2022. So we've got a while to go before the next one comes out. Yeah. We'll we'll be ha- like, I don't know. I don't catch up by the end of next year. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um Am I hearing music? People play their music so loud. These windows <laughs> sound just comes right through them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't try to open them. <laughs> They're already already bleeding through enough. Yeah. Uh, plugs. Kyle. Um, I don't have much. I mean, I have Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter. I'm loading it right now because I don't remember what it is. It is... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> must Kyle. be a great follow it yeah. is yeah you're gonna love it you'll get one tweet a year um <laughs> kyle underscore the underscore joker that's me yes um i mean maybe eventually we'll do a podcast oh that's right yeah we've we've just been busy we've been busy and I'm we were going to start the carousel of podcast and I'm still I'm still open up to it. Oh, I'm yeah, still me open. Too, me too. I'm just I'm mad at I don't like Disney parks anymore. I don't like the way they do business. Yeah. So I don't um, I, I'm not re- going to renew my annual pass 
and th- I'm putting this on record right here. Oh. I'm putting this out recording because I've already said it and I've said it before. I've said it years past. And then I always end up renewing it because I'm just like, Ugh, well, I guess I'll just renew it. No, they've crossed the line now. I'm mad at them. I'm breaking up with Disney parks and wow. I will not renew my annual pass. So if you, if, if come March, 2022, April, 2022, if you see me go into the Disney parks and post it on Instagram and Twitter, you can call me a, a liar <laughs> to your face uh, or, or like, you know, comment on any posts that I make from Disney uh, after March 2022 and say, you are a liar. What if they're <laughs> posts that you took pictures of before and now you're posting them? I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay, just so I'm not, the audience is aware. I'm not so, one. I, I don't usually do that. I'll either post a picture right away or just take it and then never post it. And it, it's, I don't, there's no reason to have it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm mad at Disney parks, but maybe that can even be a good perspective for the show. You know, you like the parks and you want to go. And then I'll be like, I used to like it and I like the things that are there, but I just, I don't go anymore. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, we'll do it eventually. I, you know what I forgot. Um, what? John, do you know what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie is? Oh yeah, the what now? The Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, here, let me look that up. I was, <laughs> I was so focused on people calling you a liar that it made <laughs> me think of that that line from Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Dead Men's Chest when they're playing liars dice. You are neither dead nor... Oh, wait. Uh, you're a, li- you're a liar. <laughs> you will serve an eternity on this ship. I used to yes. say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you see me posting from Disney, tell me that I'm a liar and that I will spend an eternity on this ship. Yes. I, that's, that is a genuine request. I really want people to do that if I but renew only... my annual pass. But only if you renew your annual pass. My Disney annual pass. But how, okay, so how long in the future can we do this? Like if, say you don't (sighs) renew it, but then you eventually get another pass. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to renew. I'm not going to get a Disney annual pass again until after they stop doing the park pass reservations. And like just all of these hoops that you have to jump through just to go and like, I missed the days of just, you know, you know what? It's five o'clock. I got nothing to do. I'm going to go to Disney. Like, yeah, that feels like it's just impossible now. And I don't think it's worth having an annual pass anymore. So until they undo that, if I get an annual pass before they get rid of that system, then I'm a liar and I will spend an eternity on the (laughs) ship. And you need to tell me that. Yeah. Now you got to get a reservation and spend $4,000 on a hotel stay. And God, that they keep putting the nail has been in the coffin for weeks. And they're just like, wait, another one nail, another one. nail. Like they're dead to me. I, yeah. and, and it's just the, it's just the business practices. I love the parks. I just, I hate every decision they make regarding them. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna go cool. to I'm gonna go to Ratatouille opening day. Oh yeah, but, uh, and there's gonna be previews. There's past all the previews. Yeah, I have. We have to do that. Yeah, 
pass holder previews. John doesn't have an annual pass anymore. I don't. Oh. I got rid of it. Did you see the Star Wars hotel prices? Is that why? Oh, no. The, I got rid of it uh, as soon as we got into quarantine. And I go, wait a minute. You mean I'm still spending money on something that I can't use at the moment? Well, that's dumb. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Smart man. I wish yeah. I wasn't because I still am paying for my annual pass and I don't like I don't even want to go anymore. So I'm just paying like $40 every month for no reason. Oh, what a waste. I got to start going. Just you so know, that I am getting some of my money's worth. You know what you could do with those forty dollars? You could use that to buy uh, DreamWorks movie fast food toys. Yeah, think about the budget of of eBay toys I could be getting. Yeah, all Jeez. the money you could be putting into DreamWorks. <sighs> <laughs> and instead, I'm just giving it to Mickey Mouse. For no reason. I'm not even going to go visit and see what he does with it. Maybe paying $40 nice. a month to think about going to the parks. Yeah. yeah. I pay $40 just so I can be like, hmm, is it worth the hassle? No. But I could if I wanted to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. What That's... is that noise? <laughs> I, so I... <laughs> so I gotta send you this picture. Uh, <laughs> I got to the end... Of the film. I, I was rewatching. <laughs> oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? He got to the end of the film and flushed away. And you know the part where they're all on the boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're flying. They're like driving towards the camera. Yeah. And the grandma is swimming after them. I always found it like very uh, slightly unsettling when she's like coming full speed at it. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I like paused the very last frame of the film. Uh huh. And, and this is on my TV. I'm sending it through Messenger. <laughs> it's so, I it's so unsettling. Um, we're gonna share this on oh Instagram. Whatever this is. Wow. Let me see. Let me see here. Oh my god! I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very last frame of the film. It's just, it's grandma's eyes. It's just her eyes. And it f- takes the entire <laughs> screen. It looks like someone's going to grab that screen and use it as their eyes like a giant robot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put a like smiley face under your screen. Yeah. That's or so like funny. Big teeth. This is going on the, on the gram. All right. Anyway, <sighs> do you have a tomato score? Yes, I do. All right, Kyle, do you have a guess? Ooh, um what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes audience gave this movie? 84. You think they gave it 84%? Oh, yeah. critics or audience? Critics. Okay. I think I'm thinking I can never just remember what I think it should be is if it's critics or audience. It's just like the the first number you see when you pull it up, you know? Um, well, I have the tomato meter and then, then I have the audience score. I need, I would like the tomato meter, please. Yes, the tomato meter. That's the one I want. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it's in this, I would, I would say it's in the seventies. No, you know what? It might, I'll say 79. Okay. 84 and 79. Yeah. Yes. So you both went over. Oh, but Kenneth, you are closest. 
Okay. It's 73. Okay. 73. Still certified fresh. Okay. Uh, audience score? Do you want to take a guess to that? I'm going to stick would... with my 84. Yeah. Uh, I'll go higher. I'll go like 90. Okay. 65. Okay. What? Yeah. Wow. All right. See, I the, the movie is better than that. Yeah. The critics' consensus is clever and appealing for both children and adults. Flushed Away marks a successful entry into digital animated features for Aardman Animations. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. But do they remember when they used an entire bottle of champagne to knock the boat off of the thing? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Did and it didn't break. That? You thought it was going to break, but no, it shot the boat. Yeah. The and they didn't yeah. use a smaller alternative. They just used an no, actual full-size actual bottle. Full-size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right we this is the longest episode of this show ever we have to is stop it? i think it, it is it. it deserves it i think oh. it is the longest one this is what happens when just friends get together yeah. um uh plugs john night lane any plugs no uh, all the plugs i i share with you so plug that's me right away. well you can follow me at king kemen on in twitter and instagram you oh, can follow I, I, I don't i can't fo- you can't follow me on there that's just kenneth yeah, no, that's just me. Yeah, you can follow <laughs> our band Pangolin at Pangolin FL. We have a show on October second at Will's Pub in Orlando, Florida. It's called Pangolin Presents the Family Ghouls, a live scripted Halloween punk rock spooktacular is the description tagline that we've decided to give it now. Um, tickets for that are on sale. You can find that through our social media. We have links everywhere. Uh, they are $10 and it includes a free copy of the CD. So if you live near uh, Orlando or like within driving distance, then please come check it out. Um, at this time, uh, it, tickets may still be available. We actually had a surprising amount of response from the, the tickets went on sale today as of recording and the response was overwhelming. So hopefully tickets are still available. And if not, I will be so surprised (laughs) (laughs) um but yes that's our that's our halloween show it is a scripted uh live music comedy show uh that where we will be playing characters and it's going to be very 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 silly uh so that's something you can come to and the music will be online on september 3rd as an EP, a little mini album called Pangolin Presents the Family Ghouls. So no matter where you live in the world, you will be able to find and enjoy that. Uh, those are, you know, an EP of, of, of Universal Monsters themed songs. They're a lot of fun. You can follow this show at Dream Jerks Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also send us an email at... <laughs> <laughs> did you recognize that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> send us an email at dreamdrickspodcast at gmail.com if you have any stories, information, corrections, anything of the sort uh, that you would like to share with us. Also, remember to leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast apps that will let you do that. We don't have any new reviews this week, but hey, if you leave us one, I will read it out loud right here 
on this recording. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah Kyle, and- thanks for joining us. Of course. I also just checked, and tickets are still available for Penguin Presents or Penguin Presents. Yeah, but but again, those tickets as of today, as of recording, just went on sale, and this will come out almost a full week after. So, I would I would be so surprised if they're not available. Yeah, sold out. Could you imagine? I can't. Well, you (laughs) better. That would be stupid. Yeah. Uh, hey, Smoke Vanish, Alpha Zeta Bones Jones, Marcos Lightspeed. We'll see you at band practice. And with that, until next time, for the dream to work, we got to go to sleep. So, good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa. Dream Jerks podcast has no affiliation with DreamWorks Animation, Universal Pictures, or Comcast NBC Universal. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Pangolin. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat?